a good 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 thing would be for us to identify when defenders are selling. So let's talk about examples of when they sell to us, where we're not going to buy it. You are listening to the Crown Rest Podcast, the audio experience for basketball official officials. Serve the game. Yes, sir. Really excited for this new Crown Refs podcast series. We're going to call it Live from the House of Sports. Now, the House of Sports is a gorgeous $20 million basketball facility located in Ardsley, New York. It was built in the year 2012, right around the same time that I became a certified official and began to work a large majority of my games there throughout the year. You know, just working hundreds and hundreds of games every year. Been getting those consistent reps in since the place opened. I've had some really great partners along the way who taught me a lot of the skills that I'm sharing with you today. Because before Crown Refs hit the internet and social media, I've been trying to mentor and coach as many officials who are interested in learning. And one way to really accelerate your growth, obviously, is to work a lot of games. But more importantly, talk about as many of those plays as you can, both during and after the game. And that's one of the upsides of working rec and men's league games is we have so much more opportunity for those crucial in-game discussions and analysis. So in an effort to produce more high-quality referee content and put out more podcasts, I'm going to be recording the conversations with my partners during the timeouts, halftime, pre- and post-game. This will give you that live feel and a chance to hear our instant reactions to recent plays in that game. So the goal of the podcast is to document our discussions and share it with you, and it allows me to continue to do what I'm passionate about, and that's coaching referees. So I hope you enjoy this new format. Please hit me up and let me know what you think. Have a wonderful day. First play we talked about was a block charge crash play where we didn't have a whistle. So we got together on the next time out. Here's what we talked about. Plays on the opposite block of the lead. That, that play we just had was pretty interesting just now. We had a crash. We, had, we both didn't have a whistle on. I had a complete block. I, I didn't really have much contact. I thought the kid fell way before there was anything, from my view. Like now, it looked like he was going down way before that kid even... You know, I, I ran away from that play saying, damn, we didn't have a whistle on it. But then I realized, as the crash happened, right when we're, like, about to make our decision, what happens? Where's the ball? In the air? It's out of bounds. Right. You know, the pass yeah, yeah, yeah. just one, went straight one, out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So A1's driving, crash on the block with B1. Right as, you know, they fall, so the foul. ball's out of bounds. So, so the, like, the play already gave us the answer. I don't know. No one gets gonna, a foul. No one gets a foul, right? No one shoots. Is that how you're? Because you're going to be cold, blowing the whistle as the ball's out of bounds. If you do have a whistle, I, I think. Yeah. 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 The cringe-worthy cheap N one, because we all hate calling cheapies. We'll go in the room. Yeah. So right after that uh, crash, the, the next play. I come down and call it cheap. Cheap and one. Did you see that? I saw it. It was like dollar store cheap. Clearance rack cheap. What where did you think he got you got? Or he got? I thought he got him up top kinda on the wrist, but it was too the play was too vertical for me to come get it in lead right there. That would be a play I think like the trail. 
in a three-person would, would right. get. What'd you think? Did you think it was a foul? Um, you didn't mind it, huh? I, I didn't mind it, but now that we're you know sitting back and discussing it, you know we probably could have played on. You know it, it wasn't egregious enough where play needed to be stopped for. You know, and it, just had a little bit of patience on that play. I think. Yeah, ball goes in. Splits out, yeah. Ball goes in, and then you could say, all right, that that was incidental. Right. In my in my opinion. Now goes fast forward down to my end one down here. I didn't like that either. <laughs> I, th- I mean, I thought about it after if I was debating whether I liked it or not. I just thought the defender turned right into the often, you know, the player going up for the layup, and it's kind of like an unnecessary defensive play, you know what I mean? He, he, he kind of turned into him, was walking into him, causing contact to where. Well, we're not going to say unnecessary defensive play. Right, right, right. Like, are you talking about his intentions? Like, no, 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 no. Just like, like uh, I don't want to phrase it. You know, one thing you don't want to do is match my cheap end one. Right, no, no. Just because I, I have I, one. I did, I did yeah. not have that right, okay. at all. I, I was just thinking about my end one down there because I, after I called it, and you know, I thought it was thinking back if it was you know, a cheap one or not. The discontinued and now unapproved walled up signal. You also had a use the walled up defender signal. Is that an approved um, NCA signal in 2019 20 season? Yes. No, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. So we're not going to use the wall up anymore. The reason no. I used it was no, I thought we they had took it out. They took it out of the, ma- the manual. I thought there were maybe two or three of them in a row. Yeah, but if it's not approved, why are we even doing it? Like, they especially just, they on... Took they took it out this year. Why did you do that? Because um, people were Probably. using it irresponsibly and <laughs> overusing it. And, call, and even... Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, and, and well, you know, we were, we were using it on plays where the defender was legal. So they just said, all right, let's just get rid of it. No need for it. Everybody saw the def- deflection. We know. Just point. I think they're ready. Just want to take a quick 30-second timeout to tell the audience about the Crown Refs Team Store, which is now available online, produced by Point3 Basketball. We currently have the short-sleeve hoodie, the Crown Refs backpack, a fadeaway long-sleeve, a graphic t-shirt, a hustle short-sleeve shirt, and dry-woven training shorts. We offer them in black, white, and gray. If you've gotten any value at all from the Crown Refs content or the podcast, I would really appreciate it if you supported the brand. You can go to crownrefs.com backslash shop. Now, back to the podcast. When players approach you in the most sportsmanlike manner, you know, a lot of the content I put out is for us to be able to handle situations better when players are showing unsportsmanlike conduct. So it's only right that I include a specific play where a player was just extremely courteous and uh, kind. We appreciate that. So this guy, 22 White, in the first half, basically approached me in the most respectful way of all time. I don't think he, he could have approached me any softer and more respectful, right? So I, I called this out for him, and he slowly starts walking from the block all the way to where I am in trail now at three-point line. And it was just a slow walk towards me, and then he just got close to me, and he was like, hey, ref, what did I do wrong there? And, and then he starts to put his hands up because his hands were straight up, I, and I said, I know exactly what, what, you, what you want to talk about. 
I said your hands were you were vertical, right? Initially when you put your hands up. What made it illegal was you pushed forward into them, creating illegal contact. You can put that in the case book with uh, how they come over. Right here. On out of bounds plays where we have the first whistle and then we ask for help, this is how I think it should be executed so we look like a team, look unified and are in sync. So I just ask for help in transition because we don't want to guess. So blast the whistle once I look up at you and say help. Because you just um, you just point it. Yeah, so blast the whistle, point and say the color. And then that just is like the perfect I just think it looks great. I think it's great teamwork when like I can everybody can hear me, I'm honest. I'm saying, you know, I don't know, partner help. And then you just come with sharpness. Yeah. I think it solidifies it for just properly narrating the game. What's up? This next segment, we talk about Anthony getting his hand higher up when he stops the clock. There's too much bend in his elbow, but really like his crown refs-esque point, and he had two no calls he wanted to discuss. It's always great when you walk off and the team gives you a high five. <laughs> a losing team. Yeah. So, but before you talk about your plays, I want to say I like your point a lot. Your point is real smooth. Keep that. That's a crown refs well, listen, you, but but you're wearing it well, you you know, but you got to get your hand up higher. Okay. It's too much bent elbow gotcha. on the out of bounds, and probably just hustle a little more. Me too. I gotta hustle a little more too. You know, I'm guilty of that. But just knowing by, by hustle, it's, you know, it doesn't mean your your speed is bad. Just knowing when to show that giddy up. And that's something I struggle with too. But it's not hard. Just like when you're going to the table, when you're when you're switching, like just when I call a foul, and I'm going to report, you know, just having hustle, jogging to replace me. But what are your two plays? I was in the lead. I had two layups. No, there was definitely contact on it. It was. I thought. I thought it was minimal, and I thought both layups probably should have been made. I just passed with no calls. Mm-hmm. Would you have put a whistle on either of those two? Do you know which ones I'm talking about? I don't, but but nothing stood out to me like, oh, he, sh- he should have gotcha. put a whistle on that. I thought we had pretty pretty solid no calls right, right, right. throughout the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were they were two laps just, you know, where there was body-to-body contact. Let's eliminate the term body-to-body contact from our basketball vocabulary because in this sport, body-to-body contact occurs every single time down the court. Don't overthink it and make it too hard. Let's try to simplify things. All you need to ask yourself is, is it illegal or incidental? And if you have it as illegal, be able to give a a one-sentence definition by the book why you thought it was illegal and then why you had it as incidental. You know, kind of guiding them, you know, when the offensive player gets a little bit by them and then they're just kind of guiding them up. But I felt both layups probably should have just been made with the contact that was there. You know what I mean? They got a good look at both layups with the contact. So just pass that. I mean, listen, just waiting to decide to the very last second. You could even come in late with that. I mean, yeah. I mean, too many times we react to to contact. You know, our whistle shouldn't come as soon as the contact happens most of the time. Sometimes we have to have early, quick whistles, right? right? Right. There's like a F1, F2, or just when you gotta when you gotta bring it. Um, I don't know. I saw the out of bounds where it went off the foot. You indicated that it went off the foot. I don't do that anymore. One thing I want to focus on here is 
reducing excess signals, eliminating the signals that we don't need. Now, I want you to over-communicate with your voice, but we don't need to over-communicate physically with our signals because that actually won't provide the clarity that we're looking for. Remember, we are narrating the game, so we want to provide the fans, coaches, and players clear and concise communication with our signals and our voice. Would you say maybe a coach on the far bench would want to see that? You wouldn't be wrong for doing it. I mean, I, I think the majority of people do it, you know. But listen, not to say there, there's not a time, maybe one time throughout an intense game where you might be the only one that saw it. But I'm just saying, more generally speaking, I think we overuse it. Like, that was a pretty obvious kind of went off his foot play. And I guess that's what I'm saying. We don't, like, don't, don't again, don't overuse things because you get yourself in trouble, especially when you use unapproved signals now, like the wall up. Now, the one that you asked for help for, and, you know, we said pop the whistle, strong point, do you want maybe a show of a tip? Like, I had a tip, you know what I mean, that's why? Well, I was just, we are just talking about the right. tip play right now. So there's no need for it no. there either. Right there, again, you're coming with strong simplicity. Right, strong whistle, point, color. Ball that's goes it. out of bounds. I have the whistle. Dude, partner, help! Nice and loud. And then you immediately, when I when I indicate that to you, you're gonna come with a strong whistle, boo, and then strong point with the color. Simple. And then nobody says nothing. Right. You want to do the work on the front end, so you don't have to answer the questions on the back end. Right. Provide like as much clear information. I remember I said something before about narrating the game. You know, that's, that's what we do. We're communicating to everybody, you know, what the calls are. And sometimes it doesn't even need to be vocally. Just with the strong whistle and a, and a point shows that. Clear actions right. demonstrated. Right. And that's why I, I see a lot of people like overcompensating and uh, like overselling. Overselling situations. Just be confident. Just be, com- just be confident when you blow the whistle. If you're not, then let it go. I brought up again that player approaching me in the first half, which which prompted us to have a whole other conversation about when defenders try selling us. He must have, like, listened to the Crown Rest podcast or something. You would think. I was initially in the free throw, and I think I saw you two talking. You even told him it was a good question, right? Yeah, it was a great question because, and this is something where defenders are trying to trick us because we call a foul on them and they leave their vertical hands up, right? Right. Now, most of the time, their, their hands weren't vertical at the time. They were diagonal. Right. And then they show up. And, and my response a lot of times is, yes, now your arms are vertical. Like right. two right. seconds ago, they weren't. You know, you were out here. Right. Um, but but they, try to, they try to sell us by having their hands up, by keeping their hands up. But he's riding them the whole time. And he's pushing forward with his chest and his stomach into, like, the back all the way from elbow to block, and then as he shoots a shot, he's still on him, still pushing Push forward. Him. Yeah, but I guess a good, good, good thing would be for us to identify when defenders are selling. So let's talk about examples of when they sell to us, where we're not going to buy it. Flops. They're trying to sell. Verticality. Yeah. Flops. They're trying to sell. Verticality. They're trying to sell when they keep their arms straight up. Yeah. It could be because. 
their arms weren't straight up, so they're you know lying to us because you know now their arms are straight up, or it's because of the last play I just described where he's just he's pushing them with his arms straight up. Um, when else do they try to sell us? About in the live ball dribbler with the, with the head fake as oh, he's dribbling live ball. They're lying to us. Mid, 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 mid play. And this is going to help our play calling. This is going to help us not have whistles on these plays. Right. The, the, the head bob, or the head, uh, you know, rock back, yep. whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I tell guys, I say, don't do that because I'm not, I'm not going to believe you. Right. You know, you're going to lose trust with me. You're telling me you're lying. You're lying. You're telling me. I mean, I wouldn't tell them they're lying. No, I know, but I'm saying that's what they're telling us. Yeah. But we're not going to tell them that. Right. But I will look them in the eyes and say, uh, you're losing trust with me by, by doing that. He didn't hit you in the head. <laughs> that that only that action only happens when someone strikes you in the face. <laughs> the head bob. Yeah. When there's like severe head contact. <laughs> Not on which, a slight push. On. Which usually doesn't happen as we're dribbling off the court. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is good though. So those are those are. Do you have any other examples? Those are some good. Couple obvious ones, but. I think the more we can understand their actions, right. helps us. Yeah, it'll help our percentages. I'm trying to think how. Oh, I got one. Probably be better if we had video. <laughs> <laughs> Probably be better if we had video. But um, like, I'm guarding you, right? You're the okay. ball handler, and I got my hands on you. I'm hand checking you, or whatever. Right, right. And then you call a foul, or don't even have to have a whistle. But what do they do? They pull their hands yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Pull their hands back. Yeah. So they're telling us that it was a foul. Right. I know that one. They're so they're telling us by their by selling us. What <laughs> 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 going on? Right? They're, they're telling us by by that it's not a foul by trying to sell to us that they, they didn't touch them. Right. That they didn't touch them. We've all done that. Where that's, we're like, sim- that's similar. Where to somebody that. looks like somebody, might, a teacher might walk in the room when you're like pushing a kid. You do yeah. this, right? <laughs> that's similar to the uh, wall up, right? When they give you the verticality, but it just mm-hmm. hands off. I have my hands off. We're really uh, documenting um, the identity and personalities of the illegal defenders, <laughs> <laughs> lying defenders. <laughs> Javin and Nicole left the room. That wasn't nice. Oh, they just start that game. They started game two already? Yeah. They're on a tight ship over there. Alright, let's get this going. Game two. Good stuff. Good stuff. Shout out to Justin Wallace. He's a second year official from Mount Vernon, New York. Uh, he actually just came to watch the refs work tonight. Met him as he finished up his first year. Was able to connect him with Crown Refs. And uh, here's what he said about it. Justin. Great to see you again. Hope you're enjoying the content. You know, <laughs> you don't even understand. Um, again, like um, I'm always on my phone. Always on my phone. Yeah, it's you're like, young enough. You must be seeing all this, right? I see, I see everything. Like it, I'm on Instagram nonstop. So to to be to, to to even have that sort of like content 
right in my face, at hand. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's also how, how instant, you know, the communication is, right? Where I could just send out five quick stories at 10.23 a.m., <laughs> You know, and you kind of get like updated. You get, you get, you get all kinds of ref of referee info at any time of the day. Any time of the day, like you know, what's so funny. I like I'll be. I wouldn't refer to see my timeline or my story till about like one one a.m. And I will come across everything that you posted for the day, including like your IG stories and your like the like the updated podcast on like the Apple it, on all the streaming. Oh man, what's up, man? I really appreciate that. I'm happy it's having that impact with you because I, I mean, honestly, you're. I, I I met you like from jump yeah. when you just started, you know. So for you to be introduced to refereeing and have you know, honestly, crown refs like kind of you know guide you a little bit, man. I wish I would have had that. Honestly, I don't understand how, how you guys like did it back. Like if you didn't have a mentor, like right now I'm trying to grasp everything through like the current rep, but like. I have a mentor and I have crown reps, so like it's really putting me in a place where like I feel like when the episode, when the season dope does come around, I'll be more than ready. It's great, man. Right? And I'm ready. passionate about mentoring, you know. Yeah. And I got so passionate about it, I said, all right, I gotta go digital now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't want to be just local. I want to kind of spread the word. Honestly, honestly, where where everything is going, you might have hit it right on the money. Like so. it going going through like with the social media phase and stuff like that. Yeah. You hit it right on the money, guys, and it's and it's and it's good for our like us upcoming like you know officials that actually want to be involved in the game, and but don't really know like you know like what it takes yeah. or like actually see somebody doing it like you know. But and listen, and I did it right here. This is where it all happened. This is where it all started. You know, right here, House of Sports. And I'm happy to just keep giving back. You gonna start getting games here? Um, yeah, actually, man, like it's uh, one of the guys. Um, um, Silvio? Yeah. He said that he was going to, like, uh, like, assign me some games, like, this league or something like that, but I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm still learning. I'm still I appreciate learning. you saying that, man. Yeah. I want to get you on the podcast. You know your brother's nuts. He's out of his mind. <laughs> Highly entertaining. Why don't you have him on IG Live right now? I have like 22% battery. Oh, I didn't get to I've been running around all day. Yeah, you got no content tonight. No. Unfortunately. We're recording a podcast. Uh, hopefully. No, I'm saying we're recording one right now. Oh, you really? Yeah. Hey, Paul. Hey. <laughs> all right, let's start the game. That was Silvio. He runs the league. He's the best men's league commissioner ever. Um, does a really good job documenting a lot of the content and then putting it out on Instagram to make it fun for the players and make them feel like kids again. Hey, Silvio. This next play we had is a technical foul play on A1. We had just called the travel on A1. He didn't like the call, so he started yelling, flexing, and stomping his feet continuously like a child would do. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got on the uh, the tech? What was your thoughts on that play? That was a good take. I mean, I, I didn't just because I was probably, I should have been running the other way. I shouldn't even have been near him. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, and he walked. He was stomping. He was yeah. demonstrating. No, he, he it was, was like a protest. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, he was, and that's definitely tech work. So, like, a next step for you is you come get that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I'm going to come get that if you don't because I'm not going to let him talk or do that to you. Just like, you know, that's just good partnering. Just like you would come do that for me. 
so, but but next time get to that step where you just handle that. He's not gonna do that to you. He's coming aggressively too. Crown Refs is excited to present you with a 20% discount on all your uniform needs for this upcoming 2019-2020 season. The offer has been provided by RefereeStore.com. Enter coupon code BASKETBALL at checkout. They sell Schmitty gear, they offer free exchanges and free returns, and $5 flat rate shipping. At RefereeStore.com, we know that being a referee is not just a job, it's a lifestyle. That's why we make it easy for you to find the right referee shirts, pants, and accessories for your game. Log on to RefereeStore.com and enter basketball at checkout to get your 20% discount today. Crown Refs and the RefereeStore.com, serving the game. Okay, game one is in the books. This is a quick recap we had on our way to the restroom. The wall signal. Yeah. We talked about the reflection symbol, uh, signal. Trying to what cut about it down. Cutting it down. What about the showing of a two-pointer to a three-pointer on a shot that's close to the line or on the summer? So when are you showing it? On the attempt or on the make? I, I, I like to show it on the attempt and hold it through the make as we're going by the time. No, I don't like that. I don't like that because when do? Why would we indicate a two-point attempt? We're supposed to indicate a three-point attempt. Right. So I mean, it, I know sometimes we we indicate it on the make on the make as we're going by. That as table. we're going by, that that would be more appropriate. But don't indicated he didn't even make the shot we're already giving him two like this is what i'm saying about cutting your signals down right, right, right. cutting down those unapproved unnecessary ones right. yeah definitely as we're going by the table as we're going by the table i mean but that's not something you want to have to do all the time i understand when a shooter has his foot on the line that we're going to indicate that it's a two um, however, I think it's an overused signal because I find a lot of officials that are using it when the shooter's not even close to the three-point line, like a elbow, jump shot, or a couple feet behind the free-throw line. It's just too much. You know what I like to tell the score? I'll say, here's how you'll know it's a three when I have my, my arms up. Here's how you know it's a two. I won't have them on. Do you think it eliminates... You know, like it eliminates pause down the road, maybe, so we don't have to go back and look at it again or, you know, stop, you know, as we, you know, pause, that will stop it so we can put a little monitor. I mean, I, I like the fact that you're indicating it, if, like, in a tight game, right? Guy has his foot on, on the line, crowd goes nuts, everything's at the three. It's okay to go two, man. What's up, man? How you doing? What's going on? But only one time. We don't have to jab it every time at, and score it 20 times. Right. Just it's all about having the timing and the pop and sustaining it. Like just giving it that hold. You know, hold it on the spot for an extra second. Just in, increases your presence a little bit. This is good though. Crown Refs Podcast is brought to you by Neat Tucks, the best way to keep your shirt or uniform tucked. If you're looking for that clean, professional look on the court, there's only one way to do it. Log on to NeatTucks.com and order yours today. Neat Tucks and Crown Refs, serving the game. 
So we're talking about a rule difference between high school and college. If you're an official who just got hired into college and you're still working high school games, it's important that you identify um, the rule differences because there's a significant amount of them. So in this play, the question is, can A1 be falling out of bounds and be in the air and call a timeout? What's the ruling in high school? What's the ruling in college? And you know my theory on this is don't listen to anybody except the book. But this should this should prompt Ooh. you to go right to the rule book. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Recorded? Yeah. Oh, always. Yo, I'm stepping it up even more now. Javid, I will cut you out. You're getting cut. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm cutting you. <laughs> This next conversation is about slowing yourself down and not being too fast with your signals. Also about eliminating the words on the floor, which is an antiquated term for basketball officials and not showing how many shots we're going to shoot on the spot of the foul because we're going to do that at the table and then we're going to do that again when um, the shooter is lined up to shoot. So can you give us three? So, so that wave off shot you had. Which one? Um, this last one? Yeah, the one I just spoke to, with you about that I wanted to re- remember. Charge. You called the charge? Uh, the block. Oh, the block. No, before that. Before that. You had a, you, you had a before the shot, but you said on the floor. Right. So it was a good call. I like the call because it was actually a tough play. It was close. Could have been two shots, but I thought the foul occurred right before right, right. Right, his upward motion. But um, we don't need to say on the floor. Eliminate that. Just say no shot. Before the shot or no shot. On the floor is just one of those a- amateur terms that okay. you, you use in your first couple years, you know? Like, okay. um, and also, I, I noticed, yo, so your block, your block call, I liked your block call. I think you gotta generally slow it down I, a little bit. I, I, yeah, I knew You're that. quick, and you know what you're quick doing? You went fist. To the hips, and then immediately you're showing how many shots there is. First of all, we don't need to show there's two shots. Everybody knows it's two shots. You know how they all know it's not two shots? Well, we wave it off, or we say before the shot. Right. Going back to that last point. Right. Um, before the ball was in. Yeah, then, so... Then you gotta say one. Mm-hmm. Right? You would say one there? If uh, the basket's if good? It goes in, yeah, it goes in. Uh, I you, lost my train of thought. Well, you said we don't need to signal two, but would, like that we're shooting two, would you signal that we're gonna shoot one? Mm, uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna score it to let you know. I mean, before, well, I'm gonna score it, right. and then I'm gonna go to the table and score it and show one, right. but not on the spot. I'm not gonna show one. Nah, I, I, we don't need to. It's too much. I used to do it all well, the time, but um. Plus, you're, it's, and it's like you're in a rush to show everybody how many shots there is. Just be confident with your call. Stay in the pocket, right? Fist, boop, block. That's it. Everybody knows it's two shots. Right? So basically what I'm seeing, like, you know, your hustle's been much better. But I, I just know I've heard that about you, like, Big Anthony told me to watch. Just make sure you don't hustle out there. I'm just slowing down and eliminating excess waste. 
like those, <laughs> like those, those excess signals that we don't need. Simplify. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Please go share this with a fellow official. Make sure you subscribe, and it would also mean the world to me if you left a review on Apple Podcast. Have a great day.